reading today is from John chapter 18, verses 28 to 40. Then the Jewish leaders took Jesus from Caiaphas to the palace of the Roman governor. By now it was early morning, and to avoid ceremonial uncleanness, they did not enter the palace, because they wanted to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate came out to them and asked, What charges are you bringing against this man? If he were not a criminal, they replied, we would not have handed him over to you. Pilate said, Take him yourselves and judge him by your own law. But we have no right to execute anyone, they objected. This took place to fulfil what Jesus had said about the kind of death he was going to die. Pilate then went back inside the palace, summoned Jesus and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea, Jesus asked, or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew, Pilate replied. Your own people and chief priests handed you over to me. What is it you've done? Jesus said, My kingdom is not from this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. You are a king then, said Pilate. Jesus answered, You say that I'm a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. What is truth? retorted Pilate. With this he went out again to the Jews gathered there and said, I find no basis of a charge against him. But it's your custom for me to release to you one prisoner at the time of the Passover. Do you want me to release the king of the Jews? They shouted back, No, not him, give us Barabbas. Now Barabbas had taken part in an uprising. Keeping up appearances, that's what the Jewish authorities are interested in. They're happy to have an innocent man arrested and tried, but are careful to keep out of the Roman governor Pilate's palace. Going into his palace would have made them ceremonially unclean and therefore unable to eat the Passover meal. Now that was a really big deal for them. You'll know how they felt if you were getting ready to see family over Christmas, say, and you wanted to avoid other people so that you didn't catch COVID. Well, the Jewish leaders were just like that. They didn't want to spoil the celebrations for themselves, though they were content to condemn an innocent man to death. It's a case of getting the big thing really wrong in the name of religion. There's a warning here for us, isn't there? It's what Jesus says in Matthew 23:23, Woe to you teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You give a tenth of your spices, mint, dill and cumin, but you've neglected the more important matters of the law, justice, mercy and faithfulness. You should have practised the latter without neglecting the former. You see, we can have our Lenten disciplines or prayer and fasting and still get the big issues wrong, the way we treat people, the way we overlook injustice, because it's inconvenient the way we let the innocent suffer abuse. But as long as we get to Easter without e eating chocolate, we'll be okay. It's, it's madness to think that way, isn't it? Now, don't get me wrong, Lenten disciplines are good. They're very good. They're good for us. But justice, mercy and faithfulness are more important. Imagine the man who fasts twice a week, but is having an extramarital affair. You wouldn't say he was living a holy life, would you? Well, the Jewish leaders bring Jesus to Pilate, convinced of Jesus' guilt, even if Pilate isn't. As far as Pilate can see, Jesus hasn't broken any Roman laws. This is a religious matter to be tried with regard to religious law. 
But the religious leaders know that that won't work. They don't have the authority to do what they want to do, to execute Jesus. It must be down to Pilate. And so Jesus is brought before him. It looks to all intents and purposes that Pilate is calling the shots here, doesn't it? It's his palace, it's his questions, it's his power being exercised. And yet, he's not really, is he? He's not really in charge of what's happening to Jesus. Yes, he's being ruled by his own ambition and popular opinion. He's not a politician of principle, but of pragmatism. He'll do all that's necessary to keep the peace and to keep his job. And why not? After all, he's been brought to this foreign land to do a job, rather like a government representative might go to the Middle East today to represent Western powers. Okay, the people speak a different language, but the politician or diplomat's job is the same wherever he goes. Keep things calm, keep trade going, communicate clearly and simply, and most important of all, don't become the news yourself. So Pilate's there to do a job. And Rome, let's face it, they needed diplomats like Pilate because they needed a steady supply of corn from Egypt. Without corn for bread, the people of Rome would become agitated and they didn't want that. Just as today, the Western powers rely on Middle Eastern produce. In their day, it was corn. In our day, it's oil. Maybe grain from Ukraine and gas from Russia to add it to the mix. So Pilate had risen in the ranks to become provincial governor and probably hoped that his tour of duty here would be short-lived and lead to better things, maybe even a job in Rome, if he was lucky. Better pay, better conditions, and certainly a lot easier local situation to deal with. But history tells us that didn't happen. After the Judeans had accused him of bullying, offensive and arrogant behaviour, he was removed from office, and after AD 37, we hear nothing more about him. Fancy that, a politician removed from office because of bullying, offensive and arrogant behaviour. That would never happen today, would it? Hmm. Well, Pilate, Jeremy Paxman-like, gets straight to the point. Are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea, Jesus asked, or did others talk to you about me? Well, kings in Jesus' day had absolute power, not like the constitutional monarchs we've grown used to, whose powers are severely limited. Now in their day, the crown would pass from father to son, or it would be won through a violent overthrow. And this was what the Jewish people were hoping for, just as in the days of Judas Maccabeus, 200 years before Jesus, he led a rebellion against the Syrians, winning independence for the Jews and the throne for himself. And just 30 years before Jesus, at this point, Herod the Great, who was king when Jesus was born, had defeated the great Parthian empire to the east and Rome had made him king of the Jews as a reward. So any claim for somebody else to be the king of the Jews certainly gets his interest. Well, people in their day knew about re rebellions and they knew about what kings did. And so Pilate is interested to know, is Jesus the king of the Jews? But Jesus knows his kingdom is not of this world or to be accurate, not from this world. His power doesn't originate from people. It's given by God. Remember that Jesus taught his followers to pray, your kingdom come on earth as in heaven. It is for this world, it's just not from this world. You see, this world, according to John, is a source of evil and rebellion against God. But Jesus has come to reverse that. He's come to bring salvation from that rebellion. But he's not come to take us out of this world. The kingdom will come here. 
But Jesus' kingdom isn't a normal kingdom and Jesus isn't a normal king. He's not like Pilate, Herod or Caesar or even Judas Maccabeus. He's come to yield God's good power for the good of his people. He's come to bring truth, God's truth to bear. But Pilate isn't really interested in that. What is truth? Well, that could be the motto for this generation, couldn't it? As the manic street preachers uh, once sang, this is my truth, tell me yours. It seems like truth, like beauty, is in the eye of the beholder. You've got yours, I've got mine, and they're all equally valid. But we know that that's not actually true. Pilate knew it. He knew that his truth must prevail. He was the king of the Jews and no one was going to usurp his throne. Even if it means executing an innocent man and freeing a brigand. Well, do you see the irony? The truth which saw Jesus go to the cross is actually the truth that sets us free. The truth about ourselves, the truth about our relationship with God. This is what the truth does. He dies in the place of Barabbas for Israel, for the world that rejects him. And he dies for you and me to bring us to God. Well, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you that you were willing to face the unjust accusations of the Jewish leaders and the unjust condemnation of Pilate. We confess that there have been times when we've thought wrongly about you, when we haven't thought of you as our saviour and our Lord, as our rightful king. But we acknowledge that you are the king, not just of the Jews, but of the whole world, the king who's come to save us. And so we place our lives in your hands today, welcoming your loving rule and trusting you with whatever this day brings. Please help us to live in the light of your kingdom. For we pray it in your holy and precious name. Amen. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.